What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. On today's episode, we got a few, few updates uh, from around just Bulls and little tidbits to catch up on uh, concerning Javante Green and the Bulls being interested in a draft prospect that we previously covered. And then we also have the draft prospect profiles for Jalen Williams this week, who is a versatile power forward slash center that i'm excited to talk about and also blake wesley we're going to get into all that probably some more right after this you are now tuned in to chicago bulls central your number one spot for all things chicago bulls hosted by hayes all right bulls fans so first before we get into the draft player profiles we got a couple of updates so uh javante green is apparently working on his offensive game he does he says that he wants to take off some of the uh, the offensive load off Zach Levine, Nikola Vucevic, and DeMar DeRozan. And you know what? The one, the couple of things that are coming out of, you know, hopefully out of this offseason is that Javante Green is going to be able to slide back over to be playing more backup three. He's probably going to be the primary backup three unless the Bulls go a different route, things like that. And I think that that's going to be that Javante in that role could be huge especially if he does improve that shooting, can hit that corner three a little bit more effectively and just shoot the ball better overall. We already know he's a monster in transition. And this Bulls team, if they get back to playing that brand of defense they were playing at the beginning of the season, they're going to be transition beasts. You know, we'll see what they do with the draft, things like that. But <clears throat> we, we definitely expect them to address the size issue, whether it's Marco Simonovic or, you know, a combination of Marco and bringing in a more veteran big or if they draft a rookie big and still get a veteran we'll see but either way i do fully expect this bulls front office to address that front court issue that would allow javante to move back to the three probably play some backup two as well just depending on matchups things like that and i think that's going to drastically improve even the output that we get from javante green we know he the hustle and everything that he gave us this season was huge it was needed he was one of the toughest bulls out there it's like the five javantes out there but with that being said, I think Javante moving back to guard a more natural position for him in the three and play that three position, we're going to see a hell of a player coming off the bench in Javante Green and somebody who's going to give us great minutes. So him working on that offensive game uh, to help his shooting, things like that, can do nothing but improve that. And I'm glad to hear that from Javante Green, that he's working in this summer. You know, this is a, this is a period of time where you may hear a lot of players kind of, you know, take some time off. Um, you know, and, 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 and that makes it, you have quite a bit of time until training camps open, but the fact that Javante green is, is, is working on his game right now and focusing on that offensive game with the bulls coaches. Let me, let me be clear on that. It's not like he's just working out there on his own in the gym on himself. He's with the bulls coaches and they're helping him improve his game. Javante, I do think is going to be a key piece for this bulls team, uh, in next season and playing a huge bench role. His minutes are probably going to come down some, but I still do expect Javante Green to get anywhere between 15 to 18 minutes per game, if not upwards to that 20 minute uh, per game mark, just depending on what else he may be taking a lot of minutes from Kobe too. We'll see what happens with Kobe White, but Javante working on this game can't do anything but help the Chicago Bulls. And I do think they're, they're going to keep him around. I know there's been some talk that maybe they may move him, things like that. I've even had some of that conversation, but Javante Green, if he's on the Chicago Bulls roster next season, he's going to do big things for us. Now, the next bit of news, this is, you know, I've been very much watching and even talking about how this Bulls front office has been scheduling interviews with draft prospects. And a lot of the draft prospects that they've been scheduling interviews with are really, they're, they're almost expected to be undrafted. Well, we have a, another player in Kai Soto who the Bulls are showing serious interest from. This one comes from Daniel Greenberg at Shy Sports Update saying that the uh, Chicago Bulls are showing interest in the draft prospect Kai Soto and are working on bringing him in for a workout per, per, per sources. Soto is a seven foot two. 
and played. Uh, we we are. I covered all his his statistics in in the draft uh, player uh, profile. So go back and check that out. I may even I don't do it often, but I may even put the card at the top right for Kai Soto's draft. Uh, the episode I covered Kai Soto on. But the fact that Kai Soto already had a promise uh, to be selected, I think, in the second round. So the Bulls bringing him in per workout. If he agrees to that workout, um, may mean that they're still trying to look at other options. Like the 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 fact that Kai, I, we talked about Kai Soto heavily. He is a very talented uh, forward slash center who projects to be what a modern day center is in the NBA, especially if you can work out and polish his game a little bit more. So I'm really excited that the fact that the Bulls are bringing him in because I do think that he's one of those picks that the Bulls could make or could bring in uh, that could pay dividends. Li- Big, way bigger dividends later on with the potential that he has. So shout out to Kai Soto for getting to work out with the Chicago Bulls. And, you know, once that's scheduled, I'll report on that as well. But that's enough. Let's go ahead and get into our player uh, prospect profiles for today. We're starting off with Jalen Williams. This is a 6'10", 235-pound power forward slash center with a 7'1 wingspan. He'll be 20 years old by the time um, the NBA season starts. He'll turn 20. In, in June, so it would be 20, uh, like I said, by the time the season starts. He's drawn comparisons to Bobby Portis in some of the best ways. We're going to start off in talking about his defense. Jalen Williams' defense, he has some of the best switchability of anybody in the draft, meaning that he can guard, he can switch onto guards from centers to guards and stay with them very well. He's an elite-level athlete um, who has amazing court vision on top of that, and he's a very solid passer. Keep in mind, I have not even talked about his offensive side of the game, which is what I focus on a lot with a lot of these prospects. He boxes out well. He rebounds well. He averaged almost 10 rebounds a game in his sophomore season at 9.8 rebounds per game. Uh, he averaged 31 minutes per game, 10.9 points per game. He shot the ball from free throw at 72%, which is very solid. Shot the ball from three at 23%, which we're going to talk about a little bit more. And his overall field goal percentage was 46%. This is just a smart player. And the fact that he's projected to go as low as he is is surprising considering he brings that combination of youth, ready-to-go NBA skills right now, and upside. His defensive versatility is his strongest um, strength, like strongest strength. What the hell am I talking about? <laughs> is his strongest ass- asset right now. The, and that's the one, that's where he may make his bread and butter initially coming into the NBA. It's two ways. It's going to be in transition. It's going to be the passing he can do in transition as well. But it's going to be that defensive versatility. This is a player that you can look at. And because of that defensive, vers- vers- that defensive versatility, you can play him next to Vooch. You can play him next to Pat Williams. You can play him, hell, at, at anything. I would not be surprised if, considering how Billy Donovan uses his rotations that you don't see him running out there with centers with like a bunch of other guards out there just to get it out in transition. He's a hell of a passer. Now let's talk about that offensive game. He flashes a very polished offensive game. Matter of fact, the weakest thing of his game is that three point shooting. Now he's not afraid to shoot the three pointer and he can be effective in it in stretches. And it's definitely something that could be worked on to be a more solid part of his game, which is important with a modern-day big in the NBA. But outside of that, his offensive game is also very, very polished. Now, he's not going to be a player that goes out and gets you 20, 25 points. But what I mean by that is when you call on him, when he gets open shots, you can trust him to make those shots. And like I said, playing transition. Now, considering his vertical, considering the, his athleticism, he's not the best shot blocker either. Now, he can he can definitely he 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 did solid blocking in the college level. He averaged in his sophomore year about one block per game. And you can see that turning into maybe something solid for him, but he doesn't always have the best timing. Um and he doesn't always have the 
the length necessary to, to maybe block some NBA players, but that's also something that could, that can be, um, he, sh again, big man that, that uh, one of the big men that I've covered, Mark Williams, and you guys know, Mark Williams is the dream pick for me for the Chicago Bulls. He played very well against Mark Williams in the, in the NCAA tournament, Jalen Williams, looking at what he can do again, a versatile player, that defensive versatility is something that you can, you can, you can't overlook the comparisons to Bobby Portis. I think in seeing this and hopefully you guys and seeing the highlights as well is something that I think is is very true and could hold to be true. And you have a lot of Bulls fans that hope that the Bulls can bring back Bobby Portis. Well, we can get a younger, cheaper version of that with Jalen Williams. Now, he may not always again, Bobby Portis has the, the potential to go off in some games, but his averages aren't that. Um, I definitely think that if the if the Bulls end up picking Jalen Williams, like I said, he can come in day one and give you elite defense. Now. Maybe elite is a, is a bit of a stretch there because there's going to be a learning curve, as with all big men in the NBA when they first come in. Is it going to be that 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 uh, that foul uh, issues, um, getting in foul trouble early? That could definitely happen. Um, the blocking thing, as with most big men, they they go for blocks early in their careers and before they learn the timing and things like that, which could get them into foul trouble. But Jalen Williams brings a defensive skill set that more so than anything else, that defensive skill set is going to get him minutes, much like Io DeSumo did. It's going to get him minutes in Billy Donovan's rotation right away. And that's something that I do here. When I'm covering these draft prospects, you guys know, I like to talk about them in the framework of how they would work on the Chicago Bulls. That defensive versatility that he brings, I can see Billy Donovan loving that. I can see the Bulls coaching staff loving it. I can see A.K. and Eversley falling in love with that because of the defense that we need as a big man. And like I said, he's somebody who long-term, you guys know I like to talk about the long-term thing as well, you can see him being maybe that starting center for the Chicago Bulls after putting on some weight. Nikola Vucevic's contract expires, things like that, two, three years down the road. You can also, depending on what else they do with the big man position, him being the starting power forward, and that can slide Patrick Williams back over to the three. Like I said, he can play next to Patrick Williams. He can do a lot of things. Jalen Williams is a hell of a, a player and a hell of a prospect and somebody I would not mind the Chicago Bulls picking at all. But I want to hear from you guys on this one. After seeing these highlights, after hearing me talk about it, tell you guys his skill set. What do you think about Jalen Williams potentially being that pick for the Chicago Bulls at number 18. Sound off down below. Let me know what you guys think. Moving into the next draft prospect. This one is a guard. And this is Blake Wesley. A 6'4", 185-pound point guard slash shooting guard with a 6'9 wingspan. He's 19 years old. He's drawn comparisons to um, Tyler Hero, who... Shout out to Tyler Hero for saying he wants to be a starter uh, for the Miami Heat next season, by the way. Just shout out to him there. Uh, but Blake Wesley is a player that could be a star. And the fact that he's also selected, uh, slated to go this late in, in, the, in the first round is, wow, he should definitely be there when the Bulls pick. Unless somebody else sees his potential, he can very well shoot up draft boards as we get closer to the draft as well. He was projected to be a lottery pick. Almost everything leading into the season, he was projected to be a lottery pick. Um, but he has the size. He has an NBA uh, NBA frame. Uh, yes, he's going to have to put on a little bit more weight, probably probably about five to eight pounds of weight. If not, if you know, typically people put on about ten pounds of muscle. Um, he's a playmaker. He's a facilitator. He can score the ball. He does everything that he does very very efficiently. The one thing with him is that he's not the refined player that like that like some of the other prospects are, and that may be why he's falling down some draft boards. Um, he's somebody who is while coming in, he could bring a nice bit of shooting for you. Um, shooting the ball at college at a 30% clip, uh, overall field goal percentage at a 40% clip. He averaged 14.4 points per game, one steal per game. Um, 
He averaged also almost four rebounds per game as a 6-4 guard. Listen, this kid hustled. And this, this is another one. As we look into players that could potentially replace Kobe White or be a more efficient version of Kobe White, because a lot of us do think the Bulls may move on from Kobe White. And the reason why I am covering, um, covering more guards lately is because, again, we don't know what's going on with Marco Simonovic. But this is, this is a, uh, somebody who has played the six-man role. He, 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 he very much accepts that. He knows his strengths. Like I said, he has the, the, the speed and the strength to get by defenders. Now, we see if he can get that on the NBA level. His handle and that quick first step make him a, a, a very fluid scorer, and he could very well come in and be that 3-and-D player. Well, not 3-and-D. He can be that scorer slash solid defender off the bench for the Chicago Bulls, um, shooting like it almost, almost 40% from 3 during the five-game stretch uh, before. He sh he's shown that he can be a three-point shooter. That's going to be something that needs to work out on his game. But again, playing 29 minutes per game um, at the beginning of the season, coming off the bench, sewing a role, carving out a role for himself, Again, 6'4", almost 6'5". He has decent size for a, a shooting guard with that 7-foot wingspan. He does project to be able to be a solid defender. Now, it's going to be up to him to go out there and learn the NBA game, get used to the speed of the NBA game, and turn into that. But again, he's bringing some skill sets that the Bulls could use right now. I think he would be more of an upside pick than somebody who's ready to come in and contribute heavy minutes right away for the Chicago Bulls. He may very well earn those minutes again because of his defensive versatility as well and the defensive intensity that he plays with but he has amazing potential this is somebody who can come in and you can and you can see at some point being one of the main players off the bench and even building a a rapport and a chemistry with maybe Ayo Desumu, Alice Caruso. Now, the one thing that I would say that may keep the Bulls from drafting him again, we don't know exactly what AK and Eversley do. They play everything close to the chest, so we don't. It's hard to predict. But that's being six four. Yes, he has almost a seven foot wingspan. We know that. I guess Javante six four too. So I mean, would would Billy Donovan play him some at the three to make time so he can be out there on the court with Ayo Desumu and Alice Caruso? And they may not. Be afraid to play. Uh, have Alex uh, guard three, three as well. Looking at how he could potentially fit for the Chicago Bulls, you can definitely see a, a route in him coming in, maybe being a shooter initially, maybe being somebody who needs heavy facilitation. And but like I said before, he's a solid passer as well. Both these prospects we're covering today are both solid passers in their own right, and that's something that can also get the minutes on the court very early, early on for Billy Donovan. The defense and the passing, the fact that they don't show any fear to give up the ball and to make smart decisions with the ball is something that can very well help this team. Again, he's even, even with his size, he's shown the capability with that quick first step, with the strength that he does have, with those long arms to be able to score. And he does project to be a nice finisher on the NBA level as well. Again, another player that I can see getting out in transition with either Io or Lonzo Ball and getting very creative. And again, he may play some uh, in his initial season, learn from DeMar DeRozan, learn from Javante Green, learn from the other players on this team, and we may not see the polished version of him into two, three years in the NBA, but I'm telling you right now, as a pick at the 18th pick, the Bulls could do a lot worse, and I think that Blake Wesley, if he ends up being the pick for the Chicago Bulls, can be a very solid one. Let me know what you guys think down below. What do you think about Blake Wesley, the Notre Dame freshman point guard? Again, being a freshman to somebody who has a lot of room still to grow. Um, at one point, he was looked at as being as high as as 16 or 17. Um, now he's dropped down to being uh, in that 20 uh, range as far as draft selections, which would put him there right there for the Chicago Bulls. 
What do you guys think? Again, one thing, too, to mention with the Chicago Bulls and something that somebody mentioned to me, I think, in the comments the other day is that the Bulls never worked out Patrick Williams. So the fact that they're not working out some of the people, it may just be a deterrent for people not to really know, again, because A.K. and Eversley really play everything close to the chest. But Blake Wesley, looking at him, a hell of a player, a player who knows how to split the double teams, who knows how to find the open man when the double teams does come. Now, he's not projected. He probably won't face any double teams in the NBA anytime soon. But the fact that he does have that passing smarts as well as I think his skill set that's going to get him out there. He can play some point guard as well. But with this team, considering everything that we have, I don't expect him to play any point guard on this team if he does end up being the draft selection. But I want to hear from you guys again. Sound off. If you're on the YouTube side, sound off down below. Let me know what you guys think about Blake Wesley being a potential pick for the Chicago Bulls. Also, if you're on the podcast side, make sure you send in an email. So I want to hear from you guys as well. We get a lot of listens on the podcast side. But I don't get to interact with you guys as much as because podcasting isn't as an interactive platform as YouTube. So make sure you guys sign off as well. Make sure you're following the podcast at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullcentralpod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and a voicemail, that's how you can interact with the podcast, whether you're YouTube, whether you're a podcast listener, 773-270-2799. Thank you for listening. Like I like to end every episode on. Go Bulls. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.